Wallace. That shit on tape. Mm -hmm. God. His name is Brandon Wright. Brandon broke fingers, Gnaya. All kinds of fun. Wallace was the one who saw. He saw the boy. But he really ain't think about what they do. You must have known. And you were standing there by that payphone. You knew. What was I gonna do? Huh? I don't call a string to work, get back uptown. What's gonna happen then? So you told Wallace to wait. Then you called Stringer and Stringer, he gathered the troops. Yeah. And down at the Greeks, they got Wallace to point the finger, right? And then they went in like cops with handcuffs so they could take their time on Brandon. They dropped the body where we see it. Send a message to the Jets, they said. Wallace. He couldn't handle that. After seeing that, he wanted to get out, go back to school. And we even joked about it, him being 16 and all, needing to go start back over again as a freshman. Then about a week ago, my uncle and String, they called me down to the club. Stringer, he's all worried about Wallace, and I told him. I said, Wallace ain't no snitch. Plus, he's out the fucking game. I told him that, but I needed to do more. I should have done more, but I didn't. You did good, D'Angelo. Yeah, you did. Butch Stanford. You know who Butch Stanford was in this town? Mm-hmm. All my people, man. My father, my uncles, my cousins. It's just what we do. You just live with this shit until you can't breathe no more. I swear to God, I was caught side for eight months, and I was free in jail than I was at home. What are you looking for? I wanted to go away. I can't. I want what Wallace wanted. I want to start over. That's what I want. I don't care where, anywhere. I don't give a fuck. I just want to go somewhere where I can breathe like regular folk. Give me that, and I'll give you them.
Niggas got more faith in they got Freeze that like a photo Take it with you and know This little nigga about to kill all comers for cash flow His role model, the heat Cause it runs streets His model, nobody eats but me Finally this young dove turned pro Used to show love, now we got nothing but hatred and foes Five double O's, O's OT He the type of nigga that got it and break down the key Remember me, J to the A, R-U-L E baby, smell the beef And continue to uh, give him hell and leave niggas with a story to tell <laughs> yeah. Listen up, I got a story to tell On the streets we got guns and drugs for sale Cause you hoes know the game that we play is real Keep your mind on the money and your weapons for sale <laughs> Listen up, I got a story to tell I'm praying to God, know I'm going to hell If it's out of my hands, I'll let time prevail <laughs> Listen up, I got a story to tell Listen up, I got a story to tell Die for this shit we do. Us who hard city to city, state to state. Oh my niggas, let me holler at y'all. Son and be more, we score more than ever before. Cop the two door, six double off and raw. Show no love for loss since Big Gates be that lucky number. We slammed eight of those in Kentucky. Kept the currency coming monkey. Diamonds, new clothes, LA hoes that are out of front. Once you live the luxury, you can't leave it Find yourself turning broke bitches into divas Can you believe this? In Cleveland, we cutting these niggas breathing Time on every block, so we shut down shop So keep your Glock cock, one in the head Push the five series drop just in case we gotta spit and spread The alibi be simply in the Caribbean with two our women friends sipping Remy and Henny from there we'll flow to the Florida Keys and blow trees fuck a couple of hoes and spin some cheese that's how one's life is supposed to be make our way to N.O. cause we bout it, bout it then down to D.C. with a cock it, pop it listen up, I spit nothing but the hot shit from here to Wisconsin y'all niggas can get it constant it ain't hard, that's like pushing dope in the fifth ward and just to get to God, I'll go to hell leave the world a story to tell <laughs> Listen up, I got a story to tell On the streets we got guns and drugs for sale And you hoes know the game that we play is real Keep your mind on the money and your weapons for sale <laughs> Listen up, I got a story to tell I'm praying to God, know I'm going to hell If it's out of my hands, I'll let time prevail Listen up, I got a story to tell Listen up, I got a story to tell
DJ World Premiere, the world is yours. DJ World Premiere, the boy wonder, the world is yours. Old scoliosis, smothered pork chops on a bed of white rice. Heavy pepper, your fave podcast could never. It's the German bomber, the pod barber, red shirt zaddy, nasty fit B-Day guard, with the big back in the big back. And I'm joined here today by none other Mr. Hollywood Shuffle, Robert Townsend's clone, Mr. Put That Shit On, Jose Fiasco. Peace and blessings to you and your fly shoes. Yes, yes. (laughs) How you living, bro? How you living? I'm living, man. About to spark up some of this zen my cousin gave me. Bought to you by the weed in my J. <laughs> we're heavily meditated today. Okay, we're finding balance here at the world is yours. That's that's my bag right there. Like when you find like your peace. Oh my god, you can't pay for that, right? No, not at all. No amount of money. Like finding your peace, getting in your bag, like whatever your bag is, whether it's the fucking video games, it's a good drink, it's solitude, it's a J. It could be sitting in the fucking yard listening to music. Now that's some old nigga shit right there. Yeah. I, I do like to sit in the backyard and listen to the music or even scroll on my phone when I'm smoking a J. Lately, I've been watching the bird feeder and the squirrels and the fucking birds. I didn't realize how the squirrels and the birds fight over fucking seeds and shit. It's like an arch rivalry. Wait, wait. You're feeding the birds, my nigga? Feeding the birds, man. That's that old that old man shit, you know, waiting for the dandelions to sprout and shit like that. How but, Caucasian of you. Like, you know, how often are you at the car wash, bro? You know... I, I gotta shame myself because it's time for me to wash my car. I gotta wash both cars. Wait, wait. So you giving these niggas the ammo and you don't have a bulletproof vest? Like you just out here driving around in a bird shat on vehicle? No, nah, amazingly enough, I ain't got a I ain't got no bird shit on it right now, but other than that, it's it's you know it's just dusty from driving around in the off and on rain and all that other shit that's been going on. You know we've been having a lot of crazy fucking weather. You know what I'm saying? Shouts out mm-hmm. to Boo man. You know tornadoes in Chicago. I ain't never heard of that. And goddamn, everybody been having record heat. Maybe I gotta start feeding these fucking birds because they shit on my car with no immunity. Like they. I'm trying to figure out like what they're eating because the shit that be on my car be like 
blue, red. Like, I was worried. I was like, yo, which one of you niggas got cancer? Which one of you birds got butthole cancer? That jank be turning. You got to hurry up and wash it off. Because, like, from the sun. And that's why the shit be turning purple and fucking, like you said, blue and shit like that. But the sun baked that shit onto your car. <laughs> yeah, I got just a layer of bird shit on my paint at this moment. So. Yeah, it's going when they when they spray it, it's gonna tear your paint. Damn, that's, <laughs> that's, that's the worst news I could have heard today. And I got now I gotta go to the store and get a bird feeder, and hopefully these niggas will not bite the hand that feeds them. You know what I'm saying? Like, don't shit on my car, bro. Like, I'm I might have to put a note on there. I think that's exactly what it is. The fact that, you know, and I can't blame myself. I got to thank my girl for providing our household with the bird feeder and and stopping the birds from shitting on my car so much. So if that is the case, I got to thank Oh, bro. I'm back. I'm back. It was a lot of build up for this fucking... 40th birthday and and that's where i fucked up i fucked up because of the build-up the anticipation you ever like expect to go see a bomb ass movie and like everybody hyped it up it got all the actors in it my nigga and then you go through the joint and you sit there for three hours and you like, yo, really, my nigga, Oppenheimer? This how you did me? That was that was the fortieth for me. Now, praise to the Most High. I'm here. I made it. I'm happy, and I had a pretty good time. But the shit that I didn't like, I really didn't like. So we'll start this shit off with and I'm going pause, but this shit is unpausable. I think I have some kind of weird man crush role model situation going on with Tom Cruise. Oh. Not just Tom Cruise either. I'm going to say all Toms. If you're a white Tom... Tom Arnold? Bruh. Hero. Tom Hanks? Hero. Tom Brady? Triple hero. And he's a handsome guy. And he's a handsome guy. Tom Brady? Yeah, he's a handsome guy, bro. What can I say? He's the goat. He's the goat. Behind Breeze, he's the goat. I can't. It's, it's not even up for debate no more. In front of Breeze, he's the goat. But nah, nah, know. nah. He been he behind Breeze, bro. He behind Breeze. I'm I'm still black. It's still black and gold over here. It's still black and gold, but like, is he really the goat behind anybody? Are you really the goat if you are behind anybody? You got to go it on because we going on a tangent. I mean, my quarterback was five foot eight. He had a birthmark on his face in the shape of Louisiana. He was a little bit racist. And when he lost, he allowed his kids to play catch with Tom. Because that's what you do to the nigga that looks up to you. 
You let your kids play with him. That's just facts. You burn his jersey <laughs> on a cross. <laughs> you don't let your kids fucking play with him. You grudge him till the next year when you beat him, and then you let your kids throw football with that loser. Well, that's how we handle things because we're black. But the <laughs> white culture, they treat the people that look up to them a little bit differently. So, um, Thursday, I helped my man Ben. I helped help Mama Patterson move. Shout out to Ben. Shout out to Mama Patterson. I helped them move. And I'm out here in these streets. Hectically. I get back to the room i check in the room's a little suspect it's a little suspect it's a efficiency joint so you know they got the oven in it they got the fridge in it cool but it's a little suspect like shorty even said go look at the room go look at the room and then come down and sign this paper so you had to inspect your own room? Dead ass. Dead ass. She said, go look at the room. Make sure you approve because we do not fuck around with refunds. <laughs> Meaning we don't give refunds. <laughs> so when I get there, I'm expecting this room, like most hotel rooms, to be, hmm, a minimal level of cleanliness. It ain't got to be spick and span, my G. I ain't got to eat off the floor. You know what I'm saying? Ain't nobody wiped the counter off in a minute. Now, it wasn't roaches, it wasn't crumbs, but it just didn't have that shine. You know what I'm saying? New room shine. Yeah. And the only room that was available was a smoking room. So I'm just chalking up all my fucking negatives about that hotel because I was in a room that allowed smoking. So niggas don't give a fuck about cleaning those rooms because you just going to come in here and smoke. Cool. So I go do that. I sign this shit. I got an attitude. I'm like, yo, this shit is the projects, nigga. Uh, I drop my bags off. I get dressed. Thursday, what's the move? We're going to go see Mission Impossible. Gotta go see Tommy. Tommy C. I get lit. Couple drinks. Guess what? We get to the movie theater. They serving. Let me get a couple drinks. I get high. I got a couple drinks in me. Halfway through the movie, my phone ringing. It's work shit. I handle that. Now I got an attitude. You know what fixes my attitude at the ripe age of 39 and 364 days? What's that? You guessed it. Motherfucking ice cream bars. Oh, no. Yeah. Because I'm high. And I've had a couple drinks. And I said this at the counter. 
I said, ma'am, can you ask the Snickers ice cream bar if lactose can tolerate me for once? She didn't get it. She did not understand where I was coming from. I get a Snickers ice cream bar. I get a Twix ice cream bar because I'm like, I can't go back to the seat empty-handed. My man with me. So I get back to the seat. I got a beer, a fresh beer. I got two ice cream bars. I hit my man. Yo, you want the Snickers or you want the Twix? Pause. He looked me in my eye in the dark. Oh. He said, nigga, give me that motherfucking Snickers. Who the fuck eats a Twix ice cream bar? So now we're in a debate. Tom Cruise is on the screen. Now, IMAX screen, might have you, doing a chase at 100 miles an hour, he's wearing a white t-shirt from Walmart, some boot-cut jeans, and we're having a debate in the movie theater about why Twix is the superior ice cream bar. And we're black. We're black as fuck. I forget we're in public. So 10 minutes later, Tom did some cool shit. He saved his bitch. And what I do, I stand up and clap. <coughs> That's right, Tom! Save your bitch, Tom! Standing ovation of one. And then all you hear is footsteps. Pat, pat, pat. Pat, pat, pat. And then about five minutes later, the usher comes to me and he says, Sir, we, we can't have any more outbursts, okay? There was a thing about an ice cream sandwich and then profanity was yelled at the screen, we cannot have any more outbursts. This is opening night. Me, having a few, and being high, what do I say? Do I say, my bad, sir. My most humble apologies. Mm-mm. No. Because that's not the type of nigga I am. You're what I said, <laughs> you motherfucking right. <laughs> what I said to him was, uh, I need you to weigh in on this. Which is the supreme ice cream bar? Not a sandwich, my guy. We're not arguing about sandwiches. This ain't a submarine sandwich. We talking about ice cream bars. And he turned his flashlight off and he took a knee, Colin Kaepernick style. Sir, 
I'm gonna let the concession stand know that you can't have any more beers <laughs> tonight. Okay? You got about an hour and a half left in this movie. Let's just be peaceful. And my response, how I'm supposed to be peaceful when they trying to take Tom bitch from him. So <laughs> the movie <laughs> the movie carries on, bro. Great movie. Great stunts. My nigga did the damn thing. At 63. And I think that hey, that nigga looking it now too. I ain't gonna hold yeah. you. Ain't motherfucker like the Botox ain't Botoxing no more. He gotta take his vitamins and say his prayers. Um so I didn't know it was the end of the movie. I just knew that I was about four beers in, in the theater, and then whatever I had before I got there. Um, Crazy climatic scene happened, and I did it again. That's right, ladies and gentlemen, listening to the World Is Yours podcast, I stood up in a movie theater of eight people it was just eight people in here <laughs> so when my man was talking that opening night shit i was just like nigga it's eight people in here <laughs> so i stood up again and i said because it's a train sequence at the end of the movie and i stood up and said damn You gonna let these motherfuckers run the train on your girl, bro? <laughs> no, you fucking didn't. You stood up and act, act bad like that. Yeah, man. Because I'm black. And I can't go in public because of said blackness. And I get really comfortable. And I'm not used to being in movie theaters because I enjoy movies in my own home. I like talking through the movie, too. You see that shit? Yeah, God, but you do, it in a, you do it in the inside voice, though. Nah, I talk. Oh. Yeah, ask anybody, you've been in the movies with me. You done heard me talk shit to the movie. I get into the movie. That ain't just fucking, um, what's the fucking dude? That ain't just Tom Cruise. That's Ethan Hunt, motherfucker. Jump, Ethan. That ass. Mission Don't Impossible. Don't touch the floor, Ethan. Tell me. I'm into my So movies. I... I say that shit, and I hear the pat, 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 <laughs> usher back. Sir, we're going to have to ask you to leave. I don't give a fuck. The credits is rolling. And then my man comes after. He's like, yo, that after credit scene was crazy. God damn it. <laughs> Make another one, nigga. Yeah, because this is just part one of the joint. This movie is part one, so the after credit scene was like, "Ooh, part two's coming." Uh, so then we go to the we go to the casino. Like I said before, I'm lit. Get mo lit on the way to the casino. 
and get some money out. A couple podcasts ago, I said, I'm willing to lose $800 before I leave a casino. I'm going to tell you right now, I did not mean it. My man going to casino with $50, sitting at a $25 a hand blackjack table. He does not know how to play blackjack. He walked out with 400 strong. Ben did that? Yeah, yeah. Ben yeah. is like Rayman because he's quiet. It's <laughs> just like good shit accidentally happens to him all the time. Bro, we're are we we're fucking soulmates in this bitch. Like that's exactly what I was yelling at the casino. And he's like, baby, um, stay out. I'm yelling at him, you fucking Rain Man ass nigga. I'm coaching you, and I'm getting smoked at the table. You hear me? I ain't lose 800, but I lost something close, and I'm not proud of it. You should never be proud to lose. Boy, that shit hurt. <laughs> that shit hurt. Especially Wake when up. you really give it up. It's like telling somebody to rape you. I went to the Mac machine. I went to the ATM machine, dog. I was losing, and I and then I started gambling. See, when you sitting at the blackjack table and you know what you're doing, it's not gambling; it's a sport, right? Yeah. But when you go to the Mac machine because you had a chips, you are now gambling. Don't they put it on the card? They put it on the card now for y'all. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Yeah, man. Yeah, man. I'm not not one of my proudest moments, but they were serving pineapple goose Heineken's, and I didn't need that. And we leave the casino, and my man, I drove to Ben's room in Greenbrier. I have to drive 2.3 miles back to my room. When I tell you this, I promise. It took me 72 minutes to drive 2.3 miles. I fucking pulled over in a dark parking lot. I yacked. I yacked some more. I sweat a lot. I couldn't get myself together. I get to the room by the grace of God. Go to sleep, wake up, run around, run around, run around, see family, cool shit. Get back to the room, no electricity. That's right, motherfucker. No motherfucking electricity in my hotel room. I already was not equipped with an iron. So I was wrinkled up. Like my clothes was balled up in a dumpster next to Brenda's baby. Got him out of the Brenda, got got him. Him. Baby. baby. <laughs> so I go to my own house on the other side of the water, Newport News, Virginia. I iron my fit. We're going to a country club, smoke cigars, do cool old black man shit. I'm thinking it's a country club. I probably should like 
Dressed in country club like a tire. Polo shirt, khaki pants. Hey, dudes, shoes. I like I'm going to fucking work. Tuck my <laughs> shit in. I had the I had the fucking the hey dude wallabies on. Looking like a like a nigga that just I'm fresh home. And I went in when Wu Tang was at the height of their popularity. Clocks. Dead ass. Hanging out, smoking cigars, doing cool romance shit. Five other old black men are all sitting in the nice ass country club. Talking about all the benefits of being a black man in America. We leave there. And after all that positivity and enlightenment, what do we do? What do we do? Snag white women. We go to the motherfucking strip club. I gotta see some titties. We need titties on your 40th birthday. I said that out loud. Ben said, it's your birthday. It's not my birthday. But if you want titties, I'm going to make sure my man sees some titties. Hitting over. I'm in that same nasty fit. I can't. I can't. I look like a fucking Republican. Untuck the polo. Throw the J's on. Fit it. I feel like myself. But it's still a nasty fit. But the strip club, one of the benefits about a gentleman's club is poor lighting. Most of my relationships with the opposite sex have started under poor lighting. That's right, you buckethead bitches. Oh, it's poor lighting, not your personality. <laughs> oh, I'm in my bag. Uh, um, so we get to the strip club. And I had way too much fun. I had way too much fun in the strip club. That's why I played the fucking I Get Money shit, because... They, I look like a lick in the strip club because of this Republican fit. But, you know, shit was peace. I had fun. Great time. The dancers was everywhere. They go, shit. Uh, but, you know, cool shit. Um... I'm going to take it easy for like the next 10 years on birthdays. I'm, that shit's over. So why are you cutting back on the, on the fun for the birthdays? I want the fun to accidentally happen. You know what I'm saying? Like, I want to leave the house with no plan and then fall into some random fun. That's kind of t- you. You talking like fucking breaking like, out into song and dance in the mall? <laughs> this ain't fucking Greece. 
I'm talking about like an adventure, like stand by me. You know what I'm saying? What the fuck is wrong with me? I, I don't know what I'm going to do. I'm just not going to build this shit up in my head. I took all this time off work. I was like, I'm going to be back home. I'm going to blah, 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 blah. Well, because I ain't been home in some time, it's like you got to go see everybody. All my aunties was out there, so I had to go see them. And I'm sitting with them, and I'm realizing they old. What took you so long? (laughs) (laughs) Yo, I think once everybody's retired, I think that's when this shit hit me. Like, yeah, you ain't got to go to work no more. So, so like, what? What's your day like? What you be doing? You play numbers? You knit? Crossword puzzles? Sudoku? Like, what is it? You know what I'm saying? A lot of people golf and fish and shit like that. Matter of fact, fast forward 25 years. You retired. What you doing? Me? Yeah, you. Shit. I kind of, I don't know, man. I guess I just start doing shit that I, uh, you know, that I wanted to do that I didn't get the chance to do when I was young. Like, you know, like taking pictures off the sides of mountains and shit like that. And seeing different oceans on different sides of the world. I guess I travel. This nigga's getting into adventures. You you see what I'm saying? I just said I want to go out and accidentally have fun like an adventure. And this nigga's whole retirement plan is adventures. It's not fucking high school musical, jackass. It's fucking there's there's shit you can go out there and see like the Taj Mahal and shit like that. You talking about on some Zach Galifianakis hangover type shit. We had a crazy night. My nigga, you literally just described Johnny Quest. (laughs) (laughs) You just described Johnny Quest. Like you are going. I'm gonna go stand on the side of a mountain and take a picture. I'm gonna go touch, put my feet in all seven oceans. Like you are Johnny Quest, my nigga. Get you the little dog. Call him Bandit. Get you a little Indian friend. Haji. And now you locked in. But you got to wear the turtleneck, though. You can't be Johnny Quest without the turtleneck. It's too fucking hot. Nah, bro. You got... Hey, that, hey, that, I don't make the rules. I don't make the rules. It's got to be a good feeling turtleneck. That's why he wear it. Because it be uh, hot. I'm pretty sure it's like cashmere or some shit. You know what I'm saying? Like, you well-traveled. You get the good fucking... Real good fibers. And it be cheap, too. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> niggas out of the good time that I had this weekend like I'm not I complained about some shit but I'm like no I had a good time and then when I woke up on Sunday morning and I tapped in with like the internet and the rest of the world I realized no matter how crazy my weekend was a nigga had a way worse weekend than me. Adam 22. We talked about his wife, you know, doing the John, right? With a black dude. Yeah. 
Well, the video dropped on Friday. And since I'm bored and I have access to the internet, what do I do on Sunday at a gas station and again at a rest stop? I pull my phone up and I scroll right on through that motherfucking video. That's right. That's right. I looked at it. One thing for certain. I'm not loaning out (laughs) my wife, my girlfriend, any woman that means something to me that's going to be in the public with me. I'm not loaning her out to another porno star. I don't care if she's a porno star. She's a porno star with me. You understand? Yeah, I was going to say, in order to loan her out to another porn star, you would already have to be a porn star. And I don't think you're a porn star. Just Have you made it to porn star status? Have they accepted your application? Nah, nah, nah. Because fucking <laughs> the porno movies be like 40 minutes long. I got six minutes worth of dick. Maybe, maybe, maybe 10. You know what I'm saying? If I took my vitamins and said my prayers like the Hulkamaniac that I used to be, I can give you a strong 12. Strong 12 minutes. That's not bad because that's how long the clips be. So I guess that's all they really need. Because, like, technically they only do, like, a good 20 minutes of real fucking. Because, you know, they do they do a lot of still shots and there's put it in and sit at this angle so we can see how it would go in and all that. They do all kind of dumb shit. Yeah, but once I start, I can't stop. Like, have you been successful at pausing the fuck yeah you've been successful with that i do stuff like i get into the to the act of it all because i'm you know once again there goes my imagination i'm into it so yeah i'm i'm putting my leg up i'm trying to see if i can do a crab walk a little bit while i'm thrusting upward yeah i'm not i'm not talking about changing positions my nigga i'm talking about uh a pausing of sex changing positions is not a pausing of sex i'm talking like in the middle of fucking you getting up to put your sex playlist on yeah i've done that oh my god yeah i've stopped completely and everybody's in position like fucking still life except me it's like i paused the whole world around me no cars are going outside of my house or nothing and i put the playlist on and then i creep back in and then i push play on the world like Adam Sandler. And this then, nigga's not just having sex. He's doing the Black Beatles promotion I'm during sex. I'm controlling the universe when I'm when I'm giving out the D. Yeah, that's what I like to do. Ladies and gentlemen, Jose Fiasco is a coxman. No, I'm not doing that. The music wasn't playing when I started. Hey, <laughs> guess what? <laughs> we fucking loud to whatever's on Netflix. You know what I'm saying? Like that's what it is. <laughs> that's a thing too. Yeah, background is very important. I just got to get a Siri in this bitch or Alexa. That's what I got. I got to get. Yeah, Google yeah. Play that sex. Play that. Don't pull out music. Volume seven. I hear you can whisper to Google Play like if it's in a mode, and that shit'll still pick it up, and you can still like, hey, play. Uh, R. Kelly, half on a baby, 
and then they hear that shit. <laughs> <laughs> wrong artist, wrong record, bro. I ain't gonna hold you. What do you mean? I, that was a double wrong. This nigga oh. said R. Kelly half on a baby in the year tw- 2023 on Will Smith's internet. You talking about going half on a baby? Are you? What are you playing when you you know you getting some of that sweet brown sugar? Um, Secret Netflix, Garden. Okay, Secret yeah. Secret Garden's popping. Yeah, Quincy Jones definitely. And that's it. um Young Jank throwing some Jodeci, right? Okay. Uh, older Jank, maybe some I'll be sure. Al Debarge, I'll be sure. Yeah. Had like two songs. Maybe some fucking uh, maybe some. <laughs> What's my man? Uh, Mario, Mar- not Mario Wine, is the other one. Uh, smoking that dope, gang banging that one. That Smokey name. Robinson. <laughs> Smokey Robinson. Yeah, I might throw some smoke <laughs> on. Uh, so, <laughs> some motherfucking Uncle Charlie. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah. yeah. I mean, or or you know, throwing an Usher. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, so much. Yeah, can't go wrong with the confessions. Nah, 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 nah. I ain't ain't fucking to that. What? Nah, nah. You bring it up. You bring it up. Relationship trauma with that. That's not related. You got to skip the first four songs. Uh, Oh, you can play yeah, but you got to skip like every time I was in that lay. I was. You got (laughs) to. You know what I'm saying? That's what it's made for. You got to get to that stuff. You gotta get to red light. You gotta get to bad girl, cause that's when you're doing hard fucking. It. Get at me, bad girl. You thrusting and and oh, you sweating out. You sweating out weave. Sweating out perm. Sweating out weave. Sweating out whatever she got. You know what I'm saying? You put a partner head if we got to. We doing this. My nigga has money for new hairdos. Okay, okay. <laughs> Jose then came up. You ain't gonna retire like that though, player. You gotta go easy. You know what I'm saying? Tell him put the bonnet on. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. Sometimes you gotta get right. <laughs> but with this Adam Twenty Two shit, because it's out now, the tape's out, and it's blowing up because this shit happened in like such a short period of time. Like it was dead ass, like a week, maybe two weeks, and now the tape is out. My man, the male star of the movie. Is on a press run. I've seen him more since Thursday than I've seen Tom Cruise. Oppenheimer dropped. I ain't seen Matt Damon yet. But this nigga that beat them white doonies down is everywhere. They keep putting the microphone in front of his face. He reached out to me and said he wanted to be on the pod. He is on a tour run. Well, we got him next Thursday. Man, next Thursday. He's going to be here. He's going to be here. How do you let a porn star get at your average your average wife? That's your wife. It's not like your girlfriend or like somebody that you swing with. That's, that's your sacred, your other sacred temple, for real, for real. These niggas is married legally. That's what I'm saying. Not just his old head, you know, not his old lady that he been with for man long and she was there at the bottom. That's his actual. They got married in front of his family. 
in front of his hey, God. Jesus was there. Jesus front front and center. So is this shit like the worst case of reverse marketing or is all of this hype train benefiting him because it brings attention to the brand, it brings attention to the vid, people are going to see it, you get traffic, you get impressions. Was this a clout chase? I mean, that's what the world is about nowadays, chasing clout, so... Mm. I just don't. So I, I see, yeah. Nasty work, Adam22. Yeah. Nasty work, sir. And he got it like he has a podcast where he got to talk to people every day. Not just people either. He got to talk to niggas. Every day he got to talk to niggas. How do you deal with something like that? How do you even go that far? Because it's like, and like, I've, I've seen some of the press runs. Like, bro, not just, you know, promoting the video. He bragging at how he dogged this young lady to the max. And he ain't talking about taking no blue chew or nothing like that. He talking about just, I'm a dog. And, and I heard her and she stretched and bow wow, motherfucker. Your wife will never be the same again. She gonna need three days off. Yeah, yeah like he was yeah. talking. He was talking that <laughs> talk. You know hear I me? Mean? Yeah, she said she was sore for like four days. <laughs> I think <laughs> that's the worst part because, like, I since the shit came out, I've watched clips of his show because they're all popular now. And it's always somebody that he either does a regular podcast with or somebody he's interviewing. And the first thing they want to say is, yo, what's up with you, man? You sure you sure you cool with this shit? No, couldn't be me, cuz. Couldn't be me. Couldn't be me, blood. Like, <laughs> gangster. No, no, no. But the people on his shows, like uh, Crip Mac, you know, uh, the, the Crip. Who's got a big five five tattooed on his face? Oh, he's and stupid. He yeah. says, "Oh crap, on mamas." Yeah, he like he's on the podcast. Pimps on the podcast. Like he's surrounded by like niggas, like real niggas. All these alpha male types. And then he interviews people. So like instead of him interviewing people, people was interviewing him. Like yo, what's up, yo? So like, so- your your girl sweat tastes different. Yeah, once you go, <laughs> once you go black, oh my god! And <sighs> he shot the club up, bro. Yeah, cream fighter, Twinkie filling. That's cheating. Now I know this is your job, but now, bitch, you're cheating. She was already cheating when she had sex with the porno star. I mean, that's her new job, though. So technically, she's just working. I got to see the bag. I got to see the bag. If I wasn't a public figure and the bag was right and nobody knew about it, maybe, just maybe, we sit down and we have a talk. I doubt it. I gotta be hard up. 
You know what I'm saying? Like, <laughs> hey, <laughs> rent due tomorrow. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> like, <laughs> let's just say this: I can guarantee you the bag wasn't a a welterweight boxing championship bag. Oh, you thinking? You thinking Patrick Mahomes? It wasn't Patrick Mahomes kind of bad. It definitely wasn't a Patty Mahomes kind of bad. I guarantee they gave her like a Ice Cube three on three bag. Not the big three. (laughs) (laughs) That's the kind of bag they gave her. Not the big three bag. I bet you they she got she ain't even get a Wendy's four for four. She got a a cube big three. Fuck that. Niggas got to see about me. We going to be on Zeus next season with all this shit arguing every episode. Nah, all the therapy. Bro, I'm crying. Like, call Dr. Melfi from The Sopranos. Only she can fix this, dog. Maybe Geraldo. Is he still alive? Yeah. I think Geraldo worked for, like, Fox News or something like that. Yo, that nigga, that nigga mustache is iconic. I think that nigga want to be you. You think Geraldo wants to be me with the mustache and all? Yeah, well, he was a Spaniard. You know whose mustache is fucking great? Who? Tom Selleck. Get the fuck out of here. Yeah, man. Today, Tom Selleck? Yeah, Magnum PI, baby. Nah, nah, nah. Oh, no. We talking Magnum PI. We talking, um, what's the old joint? Smokey and the Bandits? Yeah. Nah, my man was a legend. Today? Chicago PD. Every time I look at that nigga, I'm confused. Why don't you hang it up, Tom Selleck? You know, it's a lot of people that need to hang it up. But Tom Selleck, he kind of got like a pinhead like from Puppet Master. But the mustache kind of makes it look like it's, you know, it's helping it out. Making him look like a grown-up head. I can't talk about heads because I got an egghead. Pause. Uh, pause. But you talk, you, you brought up Ice Cube. <laughs> yeah, so, yeah. My man Ice Cube has been in the news way too much recently. I like it, but I hate it. Because he's not saying shit. Like, he's on the news and he's just like, he's in, you know, all the reports, all the blogs. And he's like, yo, the the dark forces are trying to keep me and the big three from being prosperous. Yeah, you fucking right. You are competition to the NBA. Mm-hmm. They're not doing shit during the summer. But you know who is doing shit during the summer? WNBA. Yeah. Motherfucking Summer League. So, yeah, they shitting on you. They not letting you get uh, TV time on ESPN. You, you have any, Has anybody noticed that you don't see no big three highlights on ESPN? Hell no. Adam, Adam Silver did that. So yeah, Ice Cube, he's saying shit that we already know, but he's like, I'm gonna start, I'm gonna start uncovering secrets. I'm gonna start telling, telling people about themselves. Whoever wants to put a microphone in front of me. Now, he did this shit 
and he went on a couple rants. And three days later, you know what I saw on the interwebs? I saw that NBA is bringing back Slam Ball. Now, if it looks like a duck and quacks like a motherfucking duck, bro, why the fuck is NBA bringing back Slam Ball? Because they feel they're going to make money off it. But they're competing with the WNBA. The chicks that's out here saying, we we can't fly private jets. We don't get paid enough. We don't get enough people to sit in the stands. And then the nigga that owns the WNBA says, and I just brought y'all some more competition. Slam ball. (laughs) Motherfucker. And that shit, you know, hey, (laughs) I've seen a couple WNBA games on in the past week or two. Slam ball finna be on ESPN3 every day. Yeah. You're going to see the old highlights from MTV. You're going to see the new joints. Oh, I can't I already wait. see the niggas training and shit. They showed the dunks that they've been practicing, man. The niggas look like they walking on air. I told you what the WNBA needed. They need to let Heffa start dunking and doing sweet shit and slapping shots and screaming at hoes. Brittany Griner dunked at the All-Star game on Saturday. The fucking All-Star game was Saturday? Which one? This past Saturday. Rugby? No, the WNBA All Star Game. It was in Vegas. The season start. Their season starts like as soon as the playoffs is over, or maybe like during the playoffs. I don't know. I know it's it's very close to the draft. Whenever the draft is, they draft the women from college, and like they start the season like the next day. The fucking playoffs are in June. It's July. Yeah. How the fuck are they at All-Star Week already? Because it's 12 teams in the WNBA. Oh, my God. It's a very poorly run organization, bro. They better give these fucking girls some freaking sharks with some lasers on their head or something to make this thing a little more entertaining. And Britney's dung won't even know that. I ain't going to hold you. But she was MVP because you knew she would be. Yeah, because she be- just came from Russia. She's so brave. She's so brave, bro. I smoke weed every day. What's so brave about that? No, 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 no. No, no, no. You're right, though. Um, But do you smuggle hash oil in the Russian airport? Who the fuck's that dumb? You ever see Vladimir Putin on TV? I hate to see that nigga in person or any of his compadres. I've seen Passenger 57 at least 10 times. I know better. You know what I'm saying? I know better. Like, I've seen Passenger 57. I'm not as athletic as Wesley Snipes was. Yeah, we know that. Relax. <laughs> um, <laughs> so, another, so another item with Ice Cube. So, my man Tony Ayo. Number one, I want to start this off with, I love Tony Ayo. I want people in the hip-hop community to keep putting microphones in Tony Ayo's face. 
like when they started doing it, I was like, yo, 50 Cent gonna disown this nigga. He talks a lot. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> like he talks a lot. And like, I don't know if this is shit that he just shouldn't be saying, but like he said it anytime somebody put a microphone in his face. So 50's gotta be cool with the shit. But he's on Drink Champs. And he said Big was the best storyteller in hip hop. The best. Undisputed. Right? DJ FM, born in California, raised in Miami, disputed him and said, no, the best storyteller in hip-hop is, you guessed it, ladies and gentlemen, Ice Cube. Bluetooth connected. Cute. You said guilt? I said cute. You know, they used to tell you, shut the fuck up, Q. That's oh, what they did on Straight out Write the song, Q. <laughs> He's a hell of a writer, man. No, I like the debate. But at this point, I'm going to say they're both wrong. Who do you think is the best storyteller in hip-hop? All right. You did it. You asked the million dollar question. Ding, 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 ding. And it's not close. It's him, and then it's the rest of the field. It's Kendrick. Everybody, everybody. Kendrick Alfonso Lamar. Take a trip way back on, on Rose Grand, yeah, bitch. Smoking on the finest tree. Ah, yeah, yeah, yeah. But so, with the homies right now. That Jane is hot. Just thinking of one. And and that's that's that that supports my point. It's very vivid. Kendrick has four studio albums. One, two, three, four, five studio albums, excuse me. Yeah, the last one was bum. But he has five studio albums. Each of his studio albums is a concept album. Most rappers have a hard time having a concept song that's cohesive. He's putting together concept albums, bro. The first album. The album cover with a picture of his mama's van. And the album was about him taking his mama's van without her permission, going to a party to get some buns from the hood rat John, getting jumped. His friend got killed. Like, that's that's the whole album. Yeah. To pimp a butterfly. I can't even get into it, but you know it's a motherfucking concept album. <laughs> yeah. He's in front of the White House standing on a dead judge. Supreme Court judge of that. Like, just fucking. If Pyros and Crips all got along, they probably got me down by the end of the song. Seems like the whole city go against me. Every time I'm in the street, I hear. Yak, 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 yak. Bend down. Where you from? 
do you know? Where you from, my nigga? Where your grandma stay, huh, my nigga? This mad city, I run, my nigga. Brace yourself, I take you on a trip down memory lane. This is not a rapper, I'm slinking crack or moo cocaine. This is cold a second, plenty cognac and major pain. Not the drill sergeant, but the stress that weighing on your brain. It was me, El Boogie, Yang, and YG Lucky. Ride down Rosemary, it got ugly, waving your hand out the window. Check yourself. Huh. That's what I'm saying. Like, what other artists? And let's just forget the volume. Let's let's not even count the volume because these are five albums, fifteen track minimum. Let's not count the volume. You already know who I'm gonna say, too. You gonna say Hove? I'm not gonna say Hove. I was definitely not gonna say Jigga. Uh, I'm shocked. I was gonna say Nas. Nasir is a great storyteller as well. Uh, a great song that I cannot pass up, and that is looking out of my project window. Uh, you know what I'm saying? That kind of brings you back to you scribbled in your notepad and created your life. I showed you your first tech on You know what I'm saying? That kind of puts that into perspective because Nas has such great imagery in his rhymes as well. And that's, I feel like Kendrick chases that, honestly. I gave you power. Yes. I gave you power. You understand what I'm saying? I gave you power. The setup with Mob Deep, Black Girl Lost, The Firm, The Firm, Live uh, Nigga Mom Rap, Depp. yeah, Rewind One Love, One Love, One Love, Represent. yes, Rewind, one of my favorite joints. What's the, uh, the do rags and black fitted caps, chovers and furs? That joint is, man, if I rule the world, that joint. You know what I'm saying? That's more like a fantasy story, but it's still a story. You know what I'm saying? And Nas is a close second because I don't think I don't think anybody except Nas fans really like listen to the Street Disciple album. Oh man. The double disjoint. You're talking about Waquan? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Disciple Streets, Disciple Streets. Yeah. So if you listen to it, go listen to disc one with message to the feds and then skip to track seven, say cool story, and then skip to track eight, live now. That's a story. And then you got the unauthorized biography of Rakim. That's a story. So now this is my two. Um, for quality, if we're talking quality, Hove is in my top five, but he's not in the top three. Hove doesn't often tell a story, but when he does, God damn it, it's good. You know what I'm saying? You know, I I like when when Hove tell more so like not so much tell a direct story, but kind of give you like what he gives you on uh what's the Jane uh. What's the jank? Mind molded, taught to love yours and hate mine. Blindfolded, expected to walk a straight line. What's that joint called on volume three? Damn, it's not NYMP the realest. Oh, shit, you're going to make me look this motherfucker up. Yeah, that's I hear it. I hear it. 
They call me dope man, dope man. I try to tell you when my hope oh, floats, oh, man. Um, Ghetto spokes, man. That's the joint where he caught the charges. That's uh, yeah. That's vol. That's volume three. That is yeah, dope man. Dope man, yeah. See that? Um, I, I like when he tells those type of stories. When he gives us that imagery. My favorite story from Hove is Meet the Parents. Meet the Parents is decent, but I feel like that joint is forced. Huh? Yeah, I feel like that's something that it's just like you kind of got to tell a story and he put that in there. I nah. honestly think, yeah, yeah, I feel I feel like that album could have did good without Meet the Parents. Let's see. I I think when I take apart Blueprint 2, I take the filler out. I take out the bullshit. I leave Meet the Parents because that's a standout joint. Yeah, definitely. See Mike at twenty two never had a son that he never saw twice. Yeah, that joint is that's the real deal, don't get me wrong, but it's just it just seems like it's almost like a forced story. That's just my opinion on it. I prefer to hear, you know, somehow, some way. Mm. And that's good. That's, and then and then the joint he did on Bean's album, Dissing His Daddy, the joint he did uh, on Dynasty with Face. Him, yeah. him, 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 Face, and, and Beans, that's a good story every time. Um, yeah. American Gangster is a story, oh. even though it's a, it's a concept album, but uh-huh. it's a story because it's Frank Lucas, it's him putting himself in his father's shoes. Um, 444 is a story because it's kind of like, The response to Lemonade? Mm-hmm. I don't want, like, not a direct response, but, like... It's definitely a beef there. It's something there. You know what yeah. I'm saying? Um, he would, That was his most vulnerable album. That was when he wasn't the player. That's why he had to put Bam up there. Because Bam shows, you know, like, you know, he was just like, you know, hoping on that other shit. You know, he get on his braggadocious, you know... Don't 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 think I ain't coming for you, motherfuckers. Sort of thing. Yeah, I so. really hate that song too. What? Bam! I hate that song. Yeah, that's one of my gangster don't live in a tenement. Yeah, yeah, I like that. <laughs> I like I like Bam. No, Marcy Me. Uh, Marcy Me is incredible. It's it's like five songs where if I had to like, if I met aliens, if aliens came tomorrow. And say, yo, I want I want rap music. If they just want rap music, Marcy yes, Me. Yeah. Marcy Me. Um Nas is like. Come on, you got a better track from Nas that you can give them. Nas is like, don't get me wrong, Nas is like is ill, but there there's like so many Nas tracks that I would give aliens. Period. Oh, I mean if I'm oh no, you're right. I, why, I felt like it was wrong to give them the world is yours though. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> <laughs> I don't wanna toot my own horn, but like I'm sending y'all the wrong Chicago. message. Like, hey man, like you can't have this, bro. We're good. <laughs> Um, but like that's my favorite Nas song. The world is yours. Uh, uh-huh. I'm going to get into my Cali bag. 
I'm definitely serving them up with DOC because I have to like that I I, it, I would be wrong if I didn't uh, and I'll probably give them something more 400 degrees either ghetto children or uh, ride with me and I didn't gonna ride with me man it's so many it's too many many raps cause like I like Go Watch by Lupe Fiasco like I, I a lot gonna say that. I knew you was gonna say that I love that song a lot and it's just like I, I feel like that's and then the uh the joint that he made live from the around this and eh, you know that joint from uh Food and Liquor Two, uh from the Trouble T Roy baseline. Like I don't think I would give that to the aliens, but I would give that song Trouble T Roy to the aliens. Oh, I'm definitely giving Troy to the aliens. Yeah, I'm giving that joint to the like because if that if it's hip hop, that song has to go. All right, so I'm. A, Trouble T Roy, and it's not in no necessary order. It's just gonna be five songs. If we got hip hop, save my life. Oh man, uh, nah, nah. You know, you know what it. All right, so five. Trouble T Roy, just to start it out. Uh, God dang. Uh, Everyday Struggle by Biggie Smalls. Um, God damn. Uh, what's the joint with Nas and 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 Chef and Ghost? Verbal uh, intercourse. Verbal intercourse. Yes, God. Uh, and then I give them um, Super Lyrical by Black Thought and Big Pun. And then uh, fucking, uh, what's another joint that I just, I can't get enough of? Goddamn. Either stand tall or sit the fuck down. All the way from 215 to Bucktown. You know, it's it's most deaf in Black Thought and Q-Tip. I know what you're talking about. Fucking, um, Talib wasn't in that. Talib wasn't in that. Um, because I really like the Black Star. Yeah, yeah. Uh, stand tall. Let's hit the fuck down. All the way from two. Yo, Tariq, what's up? I got fun. Sound, sound I'm nice. All right. <laughs> I'm going to keep it a buck. Lupe and Currency are also in my top five of storytellers. I fuck with, uh, yeah, Spitter. Spitter I definitely uh, listen to Spitter. Uh, and he definitely, he, he has great fucking storytelling capabilities. It's so easy to say that you a G. It's so easy to say that you a G. <laughs> but you probably wouldn't have made it. The coolest nigga, what? The coolest, coolest nigga, what? Nigga. Like, man this is crazy um i think we're lacking that right like we're lacking good yeah yeah music has gone down the drain this day i mean we could we could sound like all the other 40 year olds in the world today and and in the 90s but like you our music at least had enough substance where the older folks would catch it and say, hey, that got a nice, you know, they could relate to it from the old school that it was sampled from. The shit that they doing now is like, nigga, what the fuck? Like, what the fuck? Like, what the fuck? <laughs> and some of it ain't even nice beats. I think it's the microwave era, though. Like, I know, like, every generation hates the current generation of music, but I think it's it really reflects like I thought it was microwave era back when like 
Laffy Taffy was out. Mm. But that wasn't microwave era. That was pool palace. That was strictly that was Atlanta having that was Atlanta's version of go go. You understand yeah. what I'm saying? That yeah. was Atlanta's version of, of bounce music. New Orleans got bounce music. DC got go go. Go go, yeah. Jersey got house music. And Atlanta had fucking snap music. Yeah. Snap, but won't nothing like at least you could still hear what they were saying in the snap music. You know, they had stuff to they, it, not so much as with stuff to say, but it's you know, you know, you're starting to see spaceships on Bankhead, are you? You know what I'm saying? He he actually rapping to the girl for real, for real. He ain't so much as you know mumbling it. I want to say ooh, all that shit. That shit is weird, and it ain't. It don't really have no substance. Them niggas sound like Bobcat Goldway. <laughs> oh, that was my nigga from Police Academy, right? <laughs> yes. Yeah. <laughs> New new yeah. rappers sound like Bobcat Goldway. <laughs> Yo, that was my nigga too. He caught a bad rap, bro. I mean, all those super like the nineties, all those those big stars that was in the late eighties, early nineties. That it was bound for them to fizzle out. They was too big. All, most of them was like Colt Kings, the Corys, the Macaulay Culkins. Like that nigga ain't got to work another day in his life. Mike Tyson. Bill Cosby, all Lots those people, yeah, all those people that were so iconic. It's like they could show up today at some, you know, at a at a at a venue. The motherfucking Squints shows up to Comic Cons with Wendy Polidoris, and they they sign autographs and get paid for this. Well, because people love the Sandlot because of merchandising. We yeah. talked about it when we talked about the Gladi- American Gladiator joint. Uh-huh. But the 80s in the night, everything before the internet, merchandising ran the world. We just talked about Police Academy. Guess what? They had a cartoon. They had they cereal. Had they had toys. They had a yes. Nintendo game, my nigga. Mm-hmm. Comic books. Like, and, and I'm pretty sure the black nigga with the black Cheeto mustache High oh, tower. Yeah. I'm pretty sure he didn't get a dollar <laughs> from the fucking everything. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, Bubba Franks is his name. <laughs> Respect to the king. Yeah. <laughs> High tower or even uh what Michael Williamson, I think, the dude who make all the noises. Nah, he, nah, get, he he got bag off of that. He, he just, made some bread. I know. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Egg is filthy rich. <laughs> I went to a concert uh before I graduated at the Virginia Beach Amphitheater. With him? And Biz Marquis was on stage battling him. My God. Battling yo. the new beatbox nigga. And Rozelle. Uh, Rozelle and I Miri remember when ben, that shit happened. Miri Ben Ari was there uh-huh, with the violinist. Electric violin yeah. going crazy. I remember when they came. That was in like two thousand what two two thousand one. Yeah, crazy. Yeah. yeah. And now, uh, and I saw Shorty like like six years ago when uh-huh. I went to when I went to Florida. 
she was she was in the hotel going crazy on the on the electric violin again. I said, I know that's not my girl. I know, I know the job didn't give me an award at Hollywood, Florida. They had the Miami Heat DJ DJ in the party, and they had Shorty from all the rap songs. In that bitch going ham. She was she was definitely platinum with Rockefeller in the two thousands. Her and Punjabi MC. We don't stop. It's the rock. <laughs> I don't even, is that offensive? Is Punjabi offensive? I seen it on a lot of buildings in New York, so I don't think they get. Aff- I think like you know, like our word, they can say it. We can't say it. <laughs> Mm. So the P word is the N word for the sand N words. I don't think it is, but it's still something you can't say because mm. you're not. And, but if you was, well, Hove, Hove, I'm not snitching on Hove, but I do want to let people know that Hove has been dissing that culture on records. For years, I'm I'm not snitching though. Just go listen to girls, girls, girls. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. I asked asked her what time she went. Ran down a feather. (laughs) (laughs) All you need to know is I'm not a hoe. (laughs) And you know the nigga said some crazy shit because I said I'm not snitching, but insert insert the snitching. Insert snitching. Insert snitching. Um, but yeah, that was good. I like this fucking story. I'm gonna go listen to some storytelling rap tonight. Um, Tony Yayo, one of the greatest storytellers ever. I've asked myself, like, I know Vlad pays him to like sit down with him once a month, and they put out like you know an hour worth of content together. But I'm wondering, like, why doesn't Yayo have a podcast? Man, you think people are really listening to Tony Ayo? I mean, people from my generation, just like we talked about, but. Hell yeah. Hell yeah. I think people will listen to Tony Ayo. Well, see, here's the thing. I don't think Tony Ayo gets along with people enough to have a podcast. Like, he can't do no Nori shit where mm-hmm. artists come to him because he's going to tell them, yo, you fake. Yo, your chain fake. Yeah, you can you know, uh, go watch what he did with my expert opinion with Matt Hoffa. Just watch that. He'll do that every week, and nobody's gonna go see him anymore. Like he was in there in the barbershop with Matt Hoffa. He was like, "We went fifty cent, nigga. You can't be scared. You know who you know fought a Rico, the feds." And homicide police with hip hop police in the same year, nigga. Game is fake. Like he he went on like a thirty minute <laughs> rant. <laughs> Tony Ayo is a great hype man, Bruh. Tony Ayo is the two thousands version of Spliff Star. Yeah, he's Spliff Star with a record deal. You know what I'm saying? Because his raps aren't too far from Spliffs either. 
No, no, no. Don't disrespect my nigga, bro. Hold on, <laughs> hold on a second. <laughs> no, no, because you're going to make me pull some shit up out of the closet. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, I feel you. Yeah. Uh-oh. Probably one of Tony Ayo's best hype man songs. So yeah, you got a point. <laughs> it was a great, a great fucking hype What'd you man. Say? And look, I was such a Yayo supporter. I even bought his first album. No, you didn't. I did. I definitely bought. Uh, Nobody bought his first album. Yeah, I bro. bought Tony Ayo's first album. The Predicate Felon Joint. Yeah. Stop. They had the joint up there. Oh, nigga, do you know who you with? He, you know, can't see me. Tony Ayo. He was great. Jay, why you do this? Every week you do I, this. You heard how hype he was on the Lloyd Banks album, Hunger for More? Uno, dos, tres, cuatros. My, my click eat like the 12 holy apostles. <laughs> <laughs> That Tony nigga, fucking Yayo in the echo. That nigga definitely stole some of Nori swag. Cause those is Nori's bars. I, I I know that one hundred percent. Those is Nori's bar. Look, man, Yayo knew oh, his no. lane. Ah, you, you don't get hyped when you hit it. No, I'm dancing in my chair right now. Diddy yeah. <laughs> Bob, man. And I did the dumb out in here. I was yeah. doing the you can't yeah. see me joint, and yeah. now, now my algorithms, my cookies is disgusting now because I just fucking had to search for this, then play it. My cookies is dirty. Um, so all of this Tony Ayo talk, listening to them talk to Nori. Super Queens podcast, by the way. Uh, shout out to Left Rack. Shout out to Queens. This made me think. Where do you rank 50 Cent? Uh, 50's can stay in my top 10. He's not in my top 5, though. 50's in your top 10? I would probably even say top 15. Yeah, I'll put him in my top 15. He not in my top five. So not in your top 10, but in the top 15. Yeah. I can't wait. Hey, next week, write this shit down. I want everybody to talk about their top 20 next week. Because I got into a conversation with my man, Alvin Impact, and... It was like 4th of July. We had a cookout and shit. Uh, I'm lit, of course. And fucking, I'm like, yeah, you know, you got to get them old niggas out your top 20. Coogee rap can't be in your top 20. 
Rod Kim, Rod Kim can't be in your top twenty. So what you want, Young Thug in there? No, 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 absolutely not. Don't, don't disrespect me, bro. <laughs> <laughs> Keep that away from me and my family. But listen, watch this list. Pull your hands out. Look at your fingers. No order. Hove, J. Cole, Kendrick, Drake, Urgh. Ross. Push it to the limit. <laughs> uh, did I say Kendrick? You did. Um, God damn, this was a whole lot easier when I was looking at my list. Um, hold up, hold up, hold up, hold up. All right, let me start over. Hove, Nas, Kendrick, Drake, Cole. I'm, I'm gonna, I'm gonna throw a couple. I'm gonna throw a couple randoms out there just to prove a point. Currency, Wale. Ja Rule. Oh shit! Jeezy. Why? Okay, I see Jeezy. Why Ja? Lil Wayne, Lupe, Lupe, Mac Miller, Mac. People love you when you Nip- on their minds. Nipsey, neighborhood, neighborhood, push. push. Royce, rest of five nine. That's fifteen right there. Uh, Ti, tip, don't touch it. Uh, shit! It's getting it's getting spooky right now. Spooky hours. Uh, two chains, twenty one savage, and then out with face, Ghost Snoop, face. Ghostface, Scarface, Snoop. What well, is over twenty right there? Yeah. Exactly. Where the fuck is yeah. where the fuck is you putting Coogee rap in the mix of all of this? Not with the Snoops and the Dre's. Snoop kind of simplistic now that I listen to him over the years, but the songs that he have are so impactful, like Boss's Life and I Wanna Fuck You, You Already Know. That's type of shit, goddamn. That shit just hit, man. Can't Let's Get Blowed. Let's Get Blowed is one of my favorite songs in the whole wide world. Drop it and like anything it's hot. Snoop Dogg and Charlie Wilson. Beautiful. That yeah. girl. Beautiful. Oh, my God. Like and that's just present day Snoop. Like Snoop yeah, stopped writing uh the same album that Sensual Eruption came out. Snoop stopped writing. That song. Remember I used to hate that fucking song? Yeah. Cause you look like one of the niggas in the video. And then you shut up. <laughs> <laughs> you look like one of the niggas in the video. That's why you hated it. This brother put you put that on the mixtape and we was riding and smoking. And I like Pause. when it came when it came on, it was just like didn't it? I was like, you put this shit up here. You was just like, just wait, and you passed me the J, and it just seemed like the smoke was going in slow motion when the beat dropped. And I was, but before the song was finished, I'm looking out the window, snapping my fingers, like <laughs> I'm gonna take my time. You gotta have people that make timeless shit, man. 
She like, gonna get hers before I I'm gonna take it slow. God damn it, Snoop. I'm not gonna rush the snow. <laughs> so she can have a sexual eruption. <laughs> so Snoop what can have too. a sexual eruption? Oh. Oh. And look, he didn't overdo it. He just did that one song for real. He didn't kill it too much. Go back and listen to that album. I think Teddy Riley wrote that joint for him. Uh, go back and listen to that album. He got a song on there called um, I Want to Rock Right Now. Crazy. That's the Blue Carpet Treatment, right? I Want to Rock Right Now. That's the Blue Carpet Treatment, huh? No, nah, that's the one that's got uh, Drop It Like It's Hot. No, no, no. That's uh, RNG. Okay, Rhythm and Gangster. Yeah, that's RNG that's got Drop It Like It's Hot because it got the other joint. Uh-huh. And then it's oh, got yeah. less explode on it. LB Fairy Tales Make Believe. That's a that's a hell of a song too. That's a hell of a fucking song. This nigga JB knowing motherfucking this nigga like musically. I don't think anybody gets it like you do. Yeah, man, it's a it's a lot of shit out there, man. I don't just go into these conversations about music with like novices. I'll argue with you about music all day. Thank you, sir. But that's probably where, like, maybe like three more people, like my brother, because he just likes to argue, uh, and maybe Ben. But that's it. That nigga Cheese be putting me on the shit. So I gotta I gotta commend him too because it's it's not a lot of people that got that musical palette or that dissect songs like we do. I'm trying to remember what mixtape that was where I put that shit on there. <laughs> I know I got I got I got all the joints up here. That shit I might have fucking uploaded that shit on the fucking pod. Keep it above. That fucking but hearing those songs and the way they blend and you know dr dre's let me ride that's something i would play for aliens as well like you couldn't just you couldn't be there with me and not listen to a, an array of different music we going from end to end you're gonna hear some johnny guitar watson you know what i'm saying you might even hear some celine dion in there you know but and then to, to get at hip-hop like it's so much stuff we could play we could play fucking we got the jazz by a tribe called quest or Benita Applebaum, or fucking uh, what's the sh- yeah, goddamn. What's the joint from Q-Tip? Um, you know we getting up. You know we getting that whole. Oh, the yeah. Renaissance yeah. is crazy. <laughs> we could play that whole album for real, and that is what you want to hear as far as hip hop goes. Shit, I could fucking play vibrant thing for the motherfucker aliens. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. <laughs> Like change their mind. The video. I might have to show them the video though, because they, <laughs> they can't miss out on that. That was that was hell. No, that was a hell of a video. Uh, and that one Jane, you, me, we get high, high, high. Come on, come on, come on, come on. That Jane just is sonically pleasing. Like, but listen, I'm also, I'm also playing recognized by the locks for them. Oh yeah, recognize, recognize that just, Hey, don't fuck with us, nigga. I know, yeah. I, don't know I don't know what kind of laser beams y'all niggas got over there, but 
No, if you no. hope you wouldn't make it, fuck you. <laughs> uh, by the way, that uh, mixtape with the legendary mix by DJ World Premier, the Boy Wonder, that is called Sweet. Mm, and that, sweet. ladies and gentlemen, is on the podcast channel. So if you go listen to hashtag go DJ Sweet, you can enjoy the vibe as once my man did. Yeah. From way back in the day. Yes. Because the mixtapes were definitely, you know, and I know I know it was up there as well by Jay-Z. I was just about to mention that track. Uh that has Oh man, and, and then you got the, the, the joint. Is it that joint by the clips? Oh girl, you taste this. Sweet like morning dew. No, that's I on, was going um, crazy, girl. That's on the rebirth, but I put regrets on this. <sighs> I put oh, I put regrets on this. So so the track list goes all falls down with Lauren Hill. The, I thought it was the one with Adam Levine. Oh it's no, 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 no. One. It's a live concert. Yeah, it's a live concert with Adam Levine. Then it goes into Foo Fighters, Tired of You. Mm-hmm. Uh Heard Him Say, The Allure. Uh, I know. Yeah. Let's get blow. Yeah. Sensual eruption. Interlude for free chili, which was the perfect timing right after Century Eruption. Because how do you like? If we could break down those walls to set you free, we would. Cause we out here and we miss you. <laughs> if we can build a ladder that tall to come up and see you. you. We Man, nah, I, gotta, I gotta fuck. I, I might have to fucking put that shit in the middle of the fucking podcast. Niggas need to <laughs> know about that shit because Lupe, Lupe had the shit on there. Um. So after after the free chili interlude, then it goes regrets. In my lifetime remix. Live your life with Cormega. Put you on. Sto- yeah. Great great story. He's in my yes. top ten. Uh, I want the world to see with G. Depp and Joe Hooker. Sleeper. Hey, yes. hey, let me tell you something. He said sleeper. Yes, sir. You put me on to that. I want the world to see. My name is Dizzle F. Baby. I fucking smoke these motherfucking mixtapes. I promise. I promise. This shit is a whole vibe. This mixtape is the reason why me and Jay are podcasting together today. <laughs> because like he said once before, we was beefing and this nigga listened to my mix accidentally on purpose. Who knows? And then regrets came on and that nigga called me the next day. Hey, man. You did that shit on purpose. That's a cool little mix. That's a cool little mix you got out there, man. Hey, that, hey, man, that, that little mix is all right, man, but it's a little sloppy, but it's all right, man. Uh, You know, I don't even, hey, man, let's go get some ice cream. You, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> that was my mustache talking. <laughs> uh, hey, let's go and fucking <laughs> dodge a Dairy Queen on Battlefield. <laughs> after, after I want the world to see uh, Bone Thugs, Love and Money, Job Rule, Nas, the Shanti, the Pledge. 
Yeah. A silent murder sleeper. I found that shit on accident. And then he put it on a fucking album like 20 years later. Um, what goes around comes around. Nas sleeper. Great story. Damn, this hey, Nas might be my number one star. I'm Aunt Kendrick. I don't know, bro. I, I told know. you. I just told you that. Volume Kendrick got it, but god damn it, quality. Now see her, baby. He tell them <sighs> stories. Looking out of my project window. My nigga had Ron Isley on the joint. Before he got old. He had Ron Isley on the album yeah. before he got old. And Ron Isley been on he been old my whole life. Yeah. My entire life. What about that one, Jane? 144, 245s, three loaded clips, two niggas from one nigga drive. That joint. Shoot him up, shit, shoot him up. What? Kill, kill. Just shoot him up, shoot him up. What? Kill, kill, kill. I've completed Grand Theft Auto missions because of that song. Oh, you was in the trenches? Yeah. You was in the trenches for sure. <sighs> oh, also. Because uh, to get back to my 50 point, I got this fucking, because 50, you know, he's he's that guy. So I got some shit that kind of proves that he should be in your top 10. Uh-huh. But I can't force it on you. Like, I, I can't force it on me. Like, I want him to be in my top 10, but the volume's not there. But listen to this joint. And that answer will never. Greatest run that I've ever seen in my entire life. And that will probably remain the same. That, that, that answer will never change. I'm very aware of all the people that 50 Cent had beef with. He shouldn't have, he shouldn't have beat any of it. <laughs> they tried to kill 50 Cent for years. He should have died. He did not. He then had to deal with real live street beef with being blackballed. <laughs> he shouldn't have beat that. He shouldn't have beat both of those things. He was on the greatest mixtape run that I had ever witnessed. Then he signs with M. Dre, they put out in the club. It never went off. Never saw nothing like that. He delivered. Album. Classic. Million. Like, I've, I have never seen a nigga do what 50 was able to do and accomplish uh, and what he had to endure on his way, you're not going to beat it. 50. So today, 50 put out, uh, I just saw this Joe Button. The ill shit is, it's true. I had beef with three different guys that had influence, real gangsters that all had crews, caught bodies, running around, putting in pain. I don't know, shaking my head. I would just get mad, then say, fuck them. LOL, we all gonna die one day. So Joe said this shit like four or five years ago. But just think about it. When 50 drops, Murder, Inc. is at their peak, right? Like if you bought if, if you bought Tony Yayo's album, I know you bought Cadillac Ta's album. 
He never had an album. Yes, he did. Yes, he did. I didn't think them niggas ever had an album. I promise you Cadillac Ty had an album. And Black Child had an album. What you know about this shit? You know what I'm saying? Hello. Has a message for... He had one song. You're never going to sell me some You bugging. You bugging out. Nigga had one song, bro. He won't like that. They won't like that. Cadillac Ta had this song and they put it on the Fast and Furious soundtrack. Yeah. Crazy. The first drum. Yeah, I remember. I remember. Black, yeah. black, uh, <laughs> what's the other guy? Black Murder? Uh, black Child. Black Child. Crack Child. They put him on the Ain't It Funny remix with J-Lo. Burn. All you had to do was stand next to Ja and you was going to be good and everybody took turns. First it was Black Child, Cadillac Top. Then it was Charlie Baltimore and Vita. Then Ashanti. Then Charlie Baltimore. Then Vita again. Vita had a joint. Vita. 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 Yeah, so that's what I'm saying. All that before G Unit, it was Murder Inc. Yeah, but so, the ink didn't do it like the unit did. They didn't have enough strong, you know, guns in, in the ink. All right, so I got a hot take. I hope you're ready for it. I'm ready. Pause. Uh, Murder Inc. And when I say Murder Inc., I mean the supporting cast of Murder Inc. Charlie has Paul. been more successful than the supporting cast of G Unit. I agree. With, I can agree with that. OG Telly's boys, shit on my nigga. I can believe that. Ashanti, um, Jaru. Not Cadillac Ty and Misha Bishi Ty. I mean, Black Child. They want no support. They songs won't like that. Charlie, Vita, Charlie but Baltimore, Vita. But if Vita I didn't it, really do that many songs, Vita didn't even have an album. But she wrote. She was the pen. Who you think was writing those rap verses she for J Lo? Yeah, she who did. You was, who you think when J Lo got with LL Cool J? And they made a little fancy little tune with a sample. Who do you think wrote? Yeah, Vita. Vita and Charlie Baltimore will eat forever off of the pen that they put behind Ashanti and J-Lo. And J-Lo is supporting cast for Murder, Inc. She was not signed. But when she needed a radio hit, who'd she go get? It's murder. <laughs> Jenny from the block. I'm just Jenny from the block, block man. 
In fact, Joe was right there. She could have yeah. just called, hey, you from the Bronx, I'm from the Bronx, Fat Joe, hook me up. No, I got to go get the skinny nigga to wear a bucket hat who got tattoos on his chest and sounds like the cookie monster to fucking come do my radio single because he's hot. Now, and I say this because this is one of my favorite rap what ifs. If the tax troubles don't hit Murder, Inc. and the troubles with Preem don't hit Murder, Inc. I think they last through the beef with G-Unit. Yeah. But you can't fight seven different niggas at one time. 50 did it. Yeah. <laughs> but Ja just could Hey, them niggas was not prepared, right? They didn't have enough talent. <laughs> he didn't have enough. Because, like, even though, like, you know what I'm saying, he said Young Buck and Lloyd Banks were lazy, the fact that they, you know what I'm saying, could rap so well and they could put songs together so well and they just fit with the G-Unit, you know what I'm saying, they mantra, it was nothing that motherfuckers could do about it. Like, that Jane, it, it was like a, it was like a glove. When they came out, because everybody was truly into gangster rapping and wanting to be a gangster, shoot 'em up, bang bang. Everybody's hearing all this, and then here comes G Unit with bulletproof vest, fucking spin it G Unit pieces, and every gun that any kid could ever want. They and, they super glamorized the gangster, and he just job rule every chance he got. Yeah, damn right. I didn't know job rule was Jehovah's Witness. Until fifty told us, I still did. I don't. I didn't know that to this day. That Jaru was a Jehovah's Witness. I didn't know that. And and fifty didn't stop. Like he nah. started dissing this nigga, and he dissed this nigga every every time you put a camera in his face. The nigga made a movie and made a dramatization of Jaru's character in the movie. The nigga had a doll made of Jaru. Called it a wankster. Dangerous in the booth, but not in the streets. Like, <laughs> like I watched Get Rich or Die Trying the other day, and I was like, damn. This is where Murder, Inc. died. Because Murder, Inc. didn't make a movie about 50. Like, they, they was just making records. Yeah. If they money, like you said, if that money tree would have kept flowing, they would have been straight, but it's just that jank didn't. It's, and then Fifty just came right in as soon as they slowed down. Fifty came in and and swooped they skit, swooped they style. But Fifty did what most uh, Fifty did Mean Girls tactics. I've never seen the movie Mean Girls, but e- everybody like tells me like when when the Mean Girls. Didn't like somebody, nobody liked them. That's exactly what 50 did. 50 made it to where you couldn't do a record with Ja, because if you did, Sony Aftermath is shut off to you. You can't get a beat from Trey. Yeah. You can't yeah, get me on a single. Yeah. You can't get Eminem. You can't get nothing over here. And 
that shit makes a difference. I, hey, nobody stood next to Ja for a minute until New York came out. Yeah. And then even still after that, niggas ain't keep going up under Ja's wing or the Murder, Inc. wing. It was like, that was just a song that just had to be. And it's like, if you're from New York and you don't stand up for that, yeah, that was a lost 50 had to take. Nah, it got a little corny after that because he started dissing the locks. Yeah. Because they did the joint. Yeah. And it was just like, damn. And then and then everybody and then the South took over radio. So everybody lost at that point. Yeah. But everybody was beefing up north. If they could stay together, then the South don't take over the radio. So maybe fifty is great because of his longevity but maybe he's also in my top 10 because he ruined the chances of new york rap being prominent on the airwaves how crazy is that how are you in my top 10 for something great and something terrible but at the same time he managed to still be on the airwaves at that time and still you know what i'm saying in your pocket Cause he was making movies, and he was still making that. Ayo, let's get some technology. That was trash. He was doing that type of that shit was trash, but that shit was like number three on the charts. She won't say. She won't say. She won't say. Her back then, her back then, she going slow. She going fast. She yeah, that nigga was. He got that shit with Justin Timberlake because Justin Timberlake was the hot ticket at the time. That's crazy. I can't believe we let 50 get that shit off. Kurtman. I'm, I'm kind of disappointed. That Who do we blame for that? Do we blame Timberland? And he did the candy shop. I take you to the butcher shop and let you get a pork chop. Keep going until you hit the spot. Hey, nigga, Kurt, man. That's when you've gone to the well one too many times. He did the 21 questions, and he said, yo, Olivia, come through. I'm going to make you famous. And then niggas did all kind of sing-songy sing-songs. I want to get to know you. I want to treat you better, baby. baby. They had Joe. Had the nigga that want to be you his whole life. They had him yeah. on the single. And they got a bald head because of me. Inspire or retire? I'll do the things your man won't do. Joe. Nah, but that nigga wore fedoras. Like, I ain't never seen you in a fedora, bro. I don't, you know, I'm more of a hat person. Like Scully, Fitted. At back, uh, I think I can do a like a capone, but I don't know. I have to try. I, I, yeah, you know, like the little short round brim hats with the little tassel around it. Sometimes you can put a small feather in it. The capone. You Paul Paul Revere? You putting feathers in hats? No, not like Paul Revere. He was a drunk. I'm a no, stoner. He's the nigga that fucking rode the horse and said the British are coming. That nigga was a drunk. Was he drunk? Yeah, he was wasted. I don't think you can ride a horse drunk, bro. I rode a horse sober, I and I had a very should. difficult time. I don't think you should ride the horse drunk, which damn sure can. People do all kind of shit drunk. 
I'm that aware. dude must have been drunk that let his girl fuck the porn star. Had to been. No, nah, he must. Have, he said it as a joke, like when white people said they was gonna vote for Jesse Jackson. No, 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 no. He committed. He committed. He he went. He sent the bread. He oh, sent the bread before he checked the nigga's credentials. Like he was all in at that point. It's crazy. He sent him bread so his girl could. He paid. Yeah, he paid him so that he didn't have to give him any cut on the back end. So he paid him. Yeah, he paid him four. He paid him four thousand dollars. Because now that the video's out, he don't have to pay him none of the cut from him appearing in the video because he paid him before. I see. I he see. did one. He did one of them Diddy contracts. Hey, I'm gonna give you an advance. Uh-huh. I'm gonna give you an advance, Playboy. <laughs> Playboy, I'm gonna give you this advance. Put you up in a nice, nice house, living lavish, living lavishly. Drinking all the best Cambodian breast milks. Not even Cambodian breast milk. You're going to drink the best Moscato that your local grocery store can supply. You're going to be smoking on the most brick-packed Mexican, Reggie Bush. That's right. With Philly Blunts. With Philly Blunts, because I know you're not cultured. I know you're not cultured. I'm going to let you do your little press run because now you're going to get more bookings for your little dick machine. And then (laughs) I'm not going to ask you for any royalties after you blow up from fucking my wife. See, I'm doing you the favor by letting you smash my wife. Get her. This is a career move. Get with it or get lost. Drop the puff in her. <laughs> he made her Mrs. Puff. Yeah. <laughs> is that the new thing for it now? You dropped the puff in her, didn't you? No. Maybe. <laughs> Maybe. Oh. That's trash, bro. Like, why he drop a puff in her? <laughs> Who y'all talking to, man? Oh, check it out. Check it out. This here goes out for all the niggas that be fucking mad bitches and other niggas' cribs. Thinking shit is sweet. Nigga creep up on your ass. <laughs> Live niggas respect it. Check it. I kick flows for ya, kick down doors for ya Even left all my motherfucking hoes for ya Niggas think Frankie pussy whip Nigga picture that with the Kodak It's the Mattack, we don't get down like that Lay my game down quite flat Sweetness, where you park that? Petiteness, but that ass fat She got a body, make a nigga wanna eat that I'm fucking with you The bitch official though, dick harder than the missile, yo Try to hit it if she trippin' disappearin' like Arsenio Yo, the bitch push a double O with the five in front Probably a cannabis stunt, y'all drive in front I'ma peel with her, find a deal with her She fuck around and steal, huh? Then we all get laced Televisions, Versace heaven When I'm up in them, the shit she kick All the shit's legit, she get dick From a player off the New York Knicks 
Nigga trick with dick, get lust. The shit was plus. She stressing me to fuck like she was in the rush. We fucked in his bed, quite dangerous. I'm in his ass while he playing against the Utah Jazz. My 112 CD blast, I was passed. She came twice, I came last. Roll the grass. She giggled, saying I'm smoking on homegrown. Then I heard a moan, honey, I'm home. Yup. So chrome for situations like this I'm up in this broad, I know he won't like this Now I'm like, bitch, you better talk to him Before the fifth put a spark to him Fuck around, shit, get dark to him Put a part through him, lose a major part to him Arm, leg, she begging me to stop But the cap getting closer Getting hot like a toaster A cop's toast, uh Before my eyes could blink She screams out, honey, bring me up something to drink He go back downstairs, more time to pick A brain racing Telling me to stay patient. She don't know I'm cool as a fan, got in hand. I don't wanna blast her man, but I can and I will though. I'm trying to chill though, even though situation looking kinda ill, yo. It came to me like a song I wrote. Told the bitch, give me a scarf, pillowcase, some rope. Got dressed quick, tied a scarf around my face. Broke the bitch up, gagged the mouth with the pillowcase, played the cut. Nigga coming on some love, close shit. Flash the heat on him, he stood emotionless, dropped the glass, screaming, don't blast, here's the stash, a hundred cash, just don't shoot my ass, please, nigga pulling mad cheese out the floor, put stacks in the Prada knapsack, hit the door, grab the keys to the five, call my niggas on the cell, bring some weed, I got a story to tell, uh, Yo, man, uh, y'all niggas ain't gonna believe what the fuck happened to me, remember that bitch I left the club with, man? Yeah. Yo, <laughs> I'm up in this bitch, man, this bitch fucked with one of my own nick ass niggas and shit. I'm up in the spot, so I don't know. I don't know. Which one? I'm six five niggas. I don't know. Anyway, I'm up in the motherfucking spot, so I'm up in the pussy. Whatever, whatever. I thought some supply. I do creep saying I'm awesome. It must have been rained out or something. Comes up in the sky. Bye.